Welcome to Mankato City Stream, a podcast about city happenings. Welcome to Mankato City Stream. I'm your host, Adele Fiedler, and today we're with my teammate, Amy Holst. Uh, she serves as a communications and engagement coordinator, and I serve as the communications and engagement director for the city of Mankato. We both work in the public information and community engagement department, and we're here to share all the ways you can stay informed about what's happening at the city and how being in the know can be helpful to you as you're, as you're going on about your day. So thank you for joining me today, Amy. It's yeah. good to have you here. You bet. Thanks for having me. And so the podcast is really one of the ways we've been trying to, uh, another way we've been trying to get information out. I think, though, we've got so many other ways that people can get their information from the city if they wanted to. Yeah, absolutely. The podcast has been a good way um, to kind of reach some people that we maybe haven't reached before. And I think that's one of the neat things that we do in our department is we're always trying to think of new ways to to reach people in our community. We've got people of all ages, all demographics. And so it's it's coming up with those ideas where we can reach people and really tell tell a, the, the story of what the city is working on. One of the ways that we try to keep people informed is through social media with our Facebook pages, our Twitter LinkedIn and YouTube. And I know we try to keep those as updated as possible. We do. Yeah. We've got Instagram too. So that's, that's a right. good way if someone's interested in photos, good thing to, a good way to hop on and see some of those different views of Mankato. Right. And depending on the messages, I know that we've actually, uh, like if we're in a snow emergency, we'll post it there. So sometimes we put alerts on, on Instagram too. And then we've also got city news, our online monthly newsletter, uh, that people have to subscribe to. It doesn't just show up in their <laughs> in their inbox. So yep. I know you work on that uh, once a month. Yeah, and yep. get that out the door. Yep, that typically goes out around the first of the month. So either slightly beforehand or right on that first of the month. Okay, and then we, this year, we also... Uh, brought back the City News print edition to a twice a year publication. So we send that in the spring and the summer and then fall and the winter. And I know we really revamped that and then worked to save costs uh, when we did the city calendar by including that in the mailing of City News. Yeah. So two other great ways to get information yeah. about the city. Absolutely. Yep. And those things people don't have to sign up for when we're talking about those pieces that we're mailing out. Those are typically going to reach um, a lot of our residents just on their own, um, just the way that we mail it out. So it's nice to be able to get something in people's hands. Um, a lot of what we do is going to be in a more digital or virtual format. Um, and so this is just another way that we can reach people. And this one just happens to be kind of uh, something you can actually hold hold and look at. Mm -hmm. And I think people, uh, the feedback has been good so far. People have enjoyed the revamped versions of city news. Mm -hmm. And then uh, there's been a quite a welcome for the city calendar <laughs> to, to come back to. It has. Yes, it's been well received. And uh, video is another way that people can learn about different topics within the city or meet city staff through the various videos that we've been doing. And we post all of that on social media and on our website. So people can check those out there. Yeah. And um, speaking of website, that's also been revamped that the team has worked on to yeah. really make it uh, more easy, would you say, for yeah. people to access? Yeah, we've really worked to um, get the information out in front of people. So 
making sure that those things that people want to find are within one to two clicks. So we've got, if you go on our homes, on our homepage, um, we've got a really nice sort of what they call a mega menu that's easy to navigate. Um, but we have other things on the homepage too, that make it really, um, that we're trying to make it easier for people to find what they're looking for. Kind of some quick click buttons um, and a service finder too, which is which is kind of a, a unique thing that that we have that makes it easy to find what you're looking for. And one of the links that's on the top of that page is for Every Voice Mankato, which really uh, ties into our community engagement efforts where we want to uh, work with people, collaborate, get their input on projects that are happening in the city. So like Washington Park, Highland Park, Banaffle Park, all of the playground equipment there was selected through community engagement. And Every Voice Mankato was a part of that, where if people couldn't attend anything face-to-face, they had another way to provide that information so that we can um, use their input as part of the decision-making process. Yeah. Yep. So again, we really try to communicate in a variety of ways to reach audiences based on how they want to receive their information. So while we've listed all these, I think it's really important that we also share why. Why should people follow us on Facebook or check out our website, um, maybe check out our Instagram page or sign up for City News? So why should people care about what's happening at the city? How, how is the work being done impacting them? Yeah, I think what a lot of people think about, and it really does ring true, is the city is using taxpayer dollars. What our office is trying to do is communicate about how that money is being spent. Um, and so it's it's a great way for us to really be transparent with our residents so that they can see where that money is going and where the the work is being done. Um, but it it helps the city to be accountable as well. And that's really important because people want to know what's happening with their tax dollars at work. And through our office or our department, we're able to to share that important information. Not only is it good for people to be aware of what's happening at the city, just to simply have that level of understanding of what's going on, they could actually be impacted by certain things that are happening at the city. So if they're not following us on social media or checking out our website or get our emails, there could be things that they they would want to avoid had they known that there was a way to be informed. Yep. And so when we think about some examples of what those could be, um, maybe you're on your way home from work and you're trying to take the route you've always taken, um, but there happens to be a water main break. And so now that that easy drive home that you usually have has been impacted. Um, another great one that we really try to get people to sign up for is um, our snow emergencies, making sure that people get their um, their vehicles off of the street so that our plows can clear snow from curb to curb. Right. And by knowing when a snow emergency is happening, then residents with our messages and trying to get people signed up, we really want to help them to avoid being towed. And by following us on any of those communication items, then, you know, they can do that. Yeah, those are all good examples. And I think 
Um, even something as simple as as putting your garbage and recycling out. Um, I know I've been there before <laughs> where I put my garbage and recycling out and I wake up the next morning and it's it, I'm going to bring those bins back in and I'm wondering why haven't they been picked up? And it dawns on me that maybe there's been a holiday closure and now everything's pushed back a day. And so it's, it's nice to be able to have that information ahead of time um, just so that you can be prepared and kind of work it into your day. Um, as, as you're maybe getting ready for work and wheeling that down to the curb. Right. Especially for newer residents to the community that might not be as familiar with garbage and recycling schedules. It's definitely, um, by signing up, that's one way they're going to get a message saying, Hey, this week, our, our garbage and recycling is impacted and, and here's how it impacts you specifically. Absolutely. It can go the other way too in that sometimes you think that garbage and recycling is going to be pushed back and it's actually not. So there are times we have holidays where maybe our city offices are closed, but the garbage and recycling kind of continues as normal. Yeah, that's a good point because we've ran into that a few times. <laughs> so it's good to be in the know of when it is going to be affected and when it's not going to be affected. Yes. And you had mentioned um, subscribing to snow emergencies as you know being one of the important ways for people to stay informed. But I don't think we touched on text messaging as an option uh, that people can sign up for. And we only use our text messaging service for strictly snow emergencies. Yes. Yep. It's a great way to stay informed about it. I think we're all used to having those phones in our pockets and, and, um, you know, I think we're always, when there's a big snowfall, we're always sort of watching to see, is there going to be a snow emergency? Am I going to have to move my car? How is this going to work? So to be able to have it come right to your phone, inform you without having to, you know, you don't have to open an app. You don't have to look at a social media or open an email. It can, it can come right to your phone and be such a quick way for you to be in the know when there's a snow emergency. We'd also touched on Every Voice Mankato and a couple of community engagement type opportunities. And those are other good reasons for people to subscribe to City News or, again, follow us on, on social media or Facebook, because those community engagement opportunities are really a chance for people to provide their input on, on what they would like to see. And granted, we we take a lot of opinions and perspectives uh, into account when we're putting together final recommendations. Without that input, though, it would be really difficult to make a recommendation. And so it's important for people to to sign up and be aware of of opportunities they can provide feedback for. Um, and who knows, maybe their their idea for a playground design will will be in the next city park. Yeah, I, I think the thing about the community engagement that we do is um, it, it looks a lot of different ways. You know, some of the things we do are we've talked about um, Every Voice Mankato. That's an all online way to give feedback. Yeah. Um, but you can give feedback We we at times when it makes sense. And if it's safe to do so, um, we'll have in-person engagement opportunities. Um, we'll do things in the schools, I know you just did, um, you know, we had some ballots that got passed out to students in schools who were able to give feedback on a new playground design. Um, and so those engagement opportunities look a lot of different ways. Um, people can even call to give their input on things. So we try to make it as easy as possible for people to give the feedback in the way that works best for them. 
Yeah, that's a really good point that not everyone has access to to the online tool, Every Voice Mankato, and, and it does require registration. Uh, but there are so many other ways that people can can participate in the different uh, engagement opportunity, opportunities that the city is working on. So, yeah. And we do have a couple of opportunities coming up. Um, a couple of our larger projects. So we've got a second, our second street project and also Riverfront Drive. We'll be looking for feedback on that. So that's something that people can kind of watch for to give feedback on. Yeah, those are a couple of the big ones. And then I know that we'll be looking at Erlinson Park down the road. And it's all, I think it's really fun to get involved and to learn what the city's doing. Of course, that's what we do for a living. So we've got all of these different ways that people can stay informed or be in the know about what's happening at the city of Mankato. And we're really trying to reach a broad, broader audience. And so our team has recently really started doing uh, translation and using QR codes so that we can offer uh, different um, content to people in a way that they can understand it. So, yeah. That's been a it's been a big push for our, our office. It's it's been good to see. I'm glad that we're able to reach sort of a more, uh, like you said, a broader, more diverse audience. So as listeners can see, we really do have a lot of ways for them to stay connected, engaged and, and informed in city news and happenings. Thanks for joining us on Mankato City Stream. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe to our news alerts. All of the information to get to those tools are available on MankatoMN.gov, the city's website. And there is a connect with us button that you can click on that will show all of the ways that you can follow the city. This has been the Mankato City Stream podcast. For more information, visit our website at MankatoMN.gov or call 311 or 507 387 8600.